hands up if you like collecting money or making payments or looking at spreadsheets or checking that these are the right people to pay i don't know anyone who does and that's why it's great to have kaylee graham on my show today so kaylee works for a company called Tellaroo, and she's come on to tell us all about how uh, they work with accountants and uh, what accountants are doing at the moment we also talk about accountex because that show is on soon and also how fintech works etc so uh, and also um how it's great to see more women in positions of power within the fintech industry so let's buckle up and listen in to today's show we are live kaylee how are you hello i am very good thank you absolutely hey look just just to let you know because we've been having a pre-chat i don't take drugs all right all right <laughs> I just, I'm just, I'm just naturally happy. I'm naturally happy. Um, we're going to the theatre this this evening, so um, I'm not going to work so much this afternoon. So we're going to go off down to Torquay, so me and my wife. So that's that's why. Like school, what school. Uh, what, what, um, demob happy. That's how I am. We're going to go and see the Fisherman's Friends. I don't know if you've heard of the Fisherman's Friends. No. Uh, absolutely incredible. There, there are there are a, a bunch of guys that uh, in Mevagissi, which is where Dr. Foster, Dr. whatever he is, is from as well. Um, okay. I don't know if you want, there's a TV program. Uh, so so yeah, Mevagissi, yeah. not, not Mevagissi. Um, oh, someone's going to shoot me now. Anyway, down in Cornwall, <laughs> some a beautiful little fishing village and they're singers. And what happened is, is they got well known and they ended up singing at Glastonbury. And so a few years ago, they did a movie on Netflix Oh, sorry, it is on it is on Netflix, but they did a movie and it, it, it was a really, 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 really lovely movie um, all about how they got together and the story and stuff like that. Well, so the theatre is the musical of the of the story, but I guess it's based on the film. So, yeah, and, and they're, they are lovely and they're, they're real people. And it's a it's a it's a great film. So if you want if you want to watch a great feel good movie, then find The Fisherman's Friends. Absolutely superb. And the music is um Oh, I can't think of the word, but but yeah, it's it's really really it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. So yeah, that's why I'm excitable today. Yeah, nice. and I'm also like excitable it. today because I want to find out all about this Tellaroo thing. So uh, <laughs> so tell us, Kaylee, all about you, please. Yeah, no problem. Um, Kaylee Graham, currently head of partnerships and growth at Tellaroo, which I can tell you all about in a minute. But um, background is very much in banking. Please don't shoot me. Um, commercial and corporate banking originally, looking after farmers of all all businesses on the south coast. Originally, moved into corporate alternative finance, and then then started working with accountants properly about four years ago now, um, launching various advisory services, and and carried on since then working with the bank don't shoot me i love that i love that because <laughs> because there was a time when if you worked at the bank you were you were brilliant that was amazing and it just got such a bad name and i think it was around i think it was around the time that i was at the bank it all started going pear shaped but it had nothing to do with me i promise well, I joined after that, and I've still somehow managed to get a bad rap for it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's shocking. It's shocking. But yeah, it was it was a respected industry, and now it's it really isn't, and it's a real shame. So, Tellaru, great name, great name. Where did that come from? Um, I actually asked this when I joined Tellaru, of course. Um, and the honest answer is, it's payments, right? And so you had bank tellers that did dealt with payments, and at the time, Deliveroo were getting quite big, so it was like, well, the the Roo bit sounds good, so we'll put the two together and Tellaru. Brilliant, brilliant! I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> that's, that's, 
Yeah, yeah, no, I, I did. I did think maybe that is where it's come from, because yeah. you do, you do, you do, you do have bank tellers. So explain to us then, what does Tallaroo do? Effectively, we automate uh, payments to both suppliers and for payroll as well. Um, and that is done effectively by uh, syncing in with accounting software. So the likes of Xero, et cetera, allowing you to extract um, invoices that need to be paid, putting those through as, as batches of payments effectively, and then pushing those out the other side. Because typically business owner will be logging into a bank account with a card reader or a code or whatever. They log in, they're manually going through, looking at zero. okay, yeah, I need to pay that, putting in the details, double checking the amounts, sending those out and doing that potentially hundreds of times a month, right? Taking tons of time and you've got a, a real bottleneck typically with who's allowed to, to do that, right? So what we're trying to do is strip out a lot of the legwork with that, but also give our accountant and bookkeeping community the ability to, to support the clients with that. Right, okay, yeah. This would have meant nothing to me a while back, but now I'm running <laughs> my business. Hey, see if you can guess. I've got a, I've got a birthday anniversary tomorrow. Guess how many years I've been going. Oh, I'm going to go with two. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? And I was, pay I was paying a couple of bills this morning. And so, yeah, you're right. Uh, luckily, I haven't got this huge corporation. So, uh, and, but, but if you, if you think, if you think about some of the, you know, the restaurants and that, that in town, they must be paying all kinds of invoices all over the shop. Um, right? And a lot of them get multiple invoices from the same supplier because they order different batches of alcohol or meat or vegetables or whatever it is. And they end up with 10, 20 invoices to the same supplier to pay. Right. They've either yeah. got to sit and add them all up and do that or pay them all individually. And, Actually, that's not that's not what business owners set up their business to do, right? You set up to, to do whatever it is that yeah, you yeah, want yeah. to be passionate yeah. about, not to spend two hours logged into your bank account trying to get payments, right? Yeah, yeah. And so so your software mm -hmm. does all of this automatically? Uh, automatically to a point um, in that effectively what we will do is extract the data from Xero. So we've got a two-way API sync with Xero. We'll pull that data in. We'll show you, okay, here's everything that you could possibly want to pay based on what's in Xero. You then just go tick, 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 create batch payment. And there you go. You've got that batch of payments. Your accountant can do that for you. Your bookkeeper can do that for you. And actually, that's where we focus a lot of the time. They go in, do that, suggest it to you. Client goes in, gives it a scan, goes, yeah, I'm happy, approve. Those payments are then approved. And once we get to whatever date you've chosen to send them, off out they go and you haven't got to worry about them again. Okay, so accountants and bookkeepers are currently mm -hmm. doing a bit more bookkeeping because we've got things like Dext and Zero and all that sort of malarkey. Yeah. So that's that's taking a bit of weight off the off the um off the client, of the business mm -hmm. owner, of the, the the chef or the, the the restaurant owner. Yeah. Um because that's automated, that gives the accountant more power. They can charge more for their services. They can do a better service. They're getting better data that makes the, 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 the accounting so much better, the tax returns so much better. And what you're saying now, they can add another service to their bow and say, right, we can now do all of your payments for you as well. 100%. I think there's a couple of things wow. to it, right? You've got, um, you've got people, like you say, doing more bookkeeping, et cetera, than ever. And I think there's a few factors that then come into play, right? We see some firms who have already been supporting clients with payments, but they've been added onto bank accounts and they've got a drawer full of various card readers with stickers on the back to work out which one's for which client, right? And that's... Really? Great. 
when you're all sat in the office and you're there and you can do it right fine I guess it works it's not ideal but it, it kind of works but the reality is you then add in COVID hybrid working you're not in the office with those card readers so then what you, you're carrying a Sainsbury's bag around with you in case you need to make a payment for a client right so you've got that happening we then have um, the added element of actually what's going on at like a macroeconomic level what we're seeing is businesses outsourcing that finance function even more because having a finance manager in the business that's costing them 50 60 grand a year actually if they can outsource that to their accountant at half of that cost for example that's a great idea and then actually on top of that there's the the kind of risk and fraud element right fraudsters are getting cleverer and cleverer as time goes on they are able to do much more complex things than I think we ever imagined right and so actually there are some businesses that are really really concerned about that and they're still manually writing out checks and hand delivering them to people right as crazy as that sounds people are still doing it and what we're able to do in this is give our accountants bookkeepers the ability to support the clients with this in an efficient way but also in a secure way right and deliver that on mass as you say that, that, that you said check that is so funny <laughs> that is that is so funny there's a, there's a whole generation of people haven't got a clue what a check is you laugh though yeah. but i spoke to a business a couple of weeks ago and i was uh, the first thing i always say when i speak to businesses is just walk me through what your current process looks like yeah and yep. she basically said we get emailed our invoices and we print them out and then I give them to RMD and he looks at them and goes, yep. And he highlights them one color if he's happy to pay them, gives them back to her. She then puts them in a spreadsheet and then sends that spreadsheet back to him for him to go, yep, we can pay these ones. And then she manually writes out the checks and then they get sent out. And I went, I'm sorry, what? Next joke? But that, that's the process that they're living with. And we walked through Teleroo and I said, right, this is how it plugs in. This is what it works. And she was like, Poof like her entire world um, yeah. exploded, right? and, and now i'm going to be made redundant <laughs> <laughs> well no, no people say that right but actually it's let's free you up particularly when we're talking to accounting firms who are doing like an outsourced fd service etc it's like actually payments are really important and they need to be done but we don't want them taking up 20 percent of the time of stuff that you could be spending on making actual productive work <laughs> right pro pro productive not repetitive not boring Oh my goodness, that is crazy! It's been far too long doing exams to uh, to be sitting making payments. Uh, that is crazy. That is crazy. And this is this is why I love tech. It, 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 you know, if if it's used properly, um, yeah. then, then then that's what happens. Now this brings us right back to the start of our conversation before we went live when we were talking about records and record players. Okay, <laughs> why would I want to get a record out and put it on my record deck? when I can just say, Alexa, play Marillion. Hey, why, why would I do that? And this is exactly the same with, 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 with business. And how many businesses are doing just that? Because the other thing is, right, is most, if not all of the accountants that I talk to are switched on savvy and using all this amazing tech. You know, they're all Zero or QuickBooks or Sage or what have you. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of accountants out there that are still doing it manually and stuff like that. So all of their clients aren't aware of these, these products because they're not telling them, you know, our, our, you know, the accountants that I'm talking to are turning around to their clients and going, Oh, you need, you, you need this. You take photos of your kids on your phone. So take photos of your um, receipts, press a couple of buttons and it's all gone into the thing like magic. And then you have Teleroo and everything's paid. They, they, you know, they, that's what they expect today, but you've got this whole, tranche of people that are missing out 100%. how how do we get them to wake up to the 21st century kaylee 
It's a really tricky one, right? And it's something that I talk about quite a lot with firms because I think what happens is when you look at like life cycle of a business, right? From idea sitting around a kitchen table going, this is something we want to do right through to exit. Actually, a lot of accounting services and things that are offered have a a trigger point, right? I.e., okay, actually, business is starting to expand. They're hiring employees. Let's think about employment advice. And do they need HR support? And okay, actually, they're now growing quite exponentially. Cash flow is a bit of an issue. Shall we look at funding or finance for them? Okay, tick, that goes in there. They're thinking about exit. Let's start talking about succession planning and what the tax implications are of that. And there's there's quite nice milestones for a lot of these things, right? And yet payments are made literally from the moment they go, we need to pay someone to design a website right the way through to exit, but seem to have been lost in that that kind of journey, right? And there are providers that do it. There's us. We've obviously got competitors out there, but it still feels like a bit of a little hidden gem, right? And something mm. that people haven't quite cottoned onto. And so I think a lot of that when I speak to accountants and bookkeepers is there's there's a fear and a risk element to that that goes, okay, well, I can do the bookkeeping, I can do all of this. But the point where it comes to making the payments, that feels risky having our our kind of stamp and our fingers on, on clients' actual funds. And so they shy away from it and they get right up to the point of giving the client the list of exactly who they need to pay and how much and then kind of hand it over. And it's like, actually, whether you're a small Bob the Builder business, actually, you're probably better off out on site, right? You don't want to be sat in the van trying to log into your online banking to pay 10 people on a Friday morning. That's not a good use of your time. And you're probably going to make a mistake. And then your bookkeeper accountant's got to rectify it anyway, right? And also your your massive corporate, again, do you really want your finance manager sat making payments for three hours? Probably not. Let's automate that. Let's have them doing useful cash flow forecasts and thinking about the future of the business, right? It's... Wherever you sit on that journey, payments are a pain point and it's just getting people to go, actually, there are solutions to this that are secure, that are easy, that we can implement, right? And have it become part of that core app stack that says we have Dext, we have Zero, we have an Approval Max and we have Telleru and Chaser, for example, right? That goes, that's what we use because that just makes everything flow. Yeah, no, amazing, amazing. So tell me then, what does the head of partnerships and growth mean what do you actually do in your daily in your daily role what do I actually do yeah. <laughs> um a whole bunch of different things no day is is the same um That's my week is set out that typically tuesdays wednesdays fridays i take calls with accountants um and that will be talking about process and pricing and implementation and which clients does this work for and the troubleshooting side of okay, we were thinking we charge this, but that doesn't feel right in terms of time taken, et cetera. And, and we go through that and talk about where this really sits and how, how they implement and make this work for them. Mondays are typically higher level. What's the strategy? Who are we aiming for? What do numbers look like? What do we need to be doing? Um, and that's typically when the entire Teller team get bombarded with Slack messages from me. Like, what about this? What about this? What do we think of this? Can you take a look at that? Um, and then Thursdays are my admin day follow-ups battling through emails whatever linkedin messages have come in planning for events you name it that's that stuff so it's um it's a bit of a mix but i think for me the thing that's really really important in my role is that we obviously want to sell Telleroo, right and we want to have partnerships with these people but um as i'm sure many an accountant can vouch for i'm the first person to say this doesn't feel like it's the solution for you and your clients right now because i think it's important that these things are done right and i think far too often we hear the horror stories of apps in this space and the the things that they try and push out and i am very no. much 
when the time is right, if you are doing what you're meant to be doing, the tech is good, the support is good, and you are genuinely trying to partner with these firms, when they need you, they'll come back and they'll find you. Yeah, and so absolutely. Me, that's what those conversations are about. Yeah, and, and that is that is the school of selling that I did. So I've been I've been in sales for 30 years, Kaylee. I know I don't look that old. But, <laughs> but, but the thing is, I, I, I don't think I've actually sold much in that time. What I've done is I've made a compelling argument and people have then come back and purchased from me. hundred uh, percent. And, and, and isn't that a nice, isn't that a nicer way to do business? Literally the best thing ever. Right. I had a conversation with, um, she won't mind me saying Beth from two sisters accounting, right? She, Oh, how are they? I haven't, spoke to, Beth. I, website I haven't, and... I haven't spoke to Beth for ages. Oh yeah. She, she came through the, like the website, booked something in. We had a call, chatted it through. We were like, actually, you know what? This doesn't feel like the right solution for what you're trying to achieve for this client. We left it. I then saw her at a brunch last week and we were talking about exactly this, right? And I was like, you'll notice, Beth, that I haven't done any hard selling follow-up with you, right? It was very much, here's the information. You know what we have. When or if you need us, we're here. And we were talking about some of the horror stories that go out, right? And actually, I think that that confirmation back from accountants sat around a table going, no, you know what? You guys are doing this right it's great because I think sometimes you see what other people are up to and they're like, you must contact this person 17 times before you can close them as a lead, et cetera. And I'm like, you know what? That's, that's not how I operate. Our CEO is incredibly supportive of my, my outlook on that. And I think I genuinely think it's the right way to be right. We've got a pool of accountants that love what we do, give us the feedback. We work with them really closely and we've got a whole bunch of people that know we exist and when they're ready, they'll, yeah. they'll come across. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Rome wasn't built in a day, um, and 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 this is this is the thing. And and so, obviously, in this space, we hear of all the stories and 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 what goes on. And there's you know there's some some great podcasts out there as well. And so yeah, there's some some lovely lovely stories and there's some horror stories. But hey, that's business. That is business. And, and and you know, and some some businesses are a little short sighted. I don't know if you saw my post yesterday. Um, I I had a I had a I didn't have a run in with Adobe. I just had a chat with them. <laughs> because they wanted to charge me an exit fee for coming out of a, a for, for stopping paying my monthly fee, and I well I didn't read I didn't read that in the in the thing, and and we had a we had a little chat. It was all you know what you do nowadays. You don't pick up the phone yeah. anymore, but but you know they listened to what I had to say and they said yeah that's that's fair enough, and you know we'll waive we'll waive the exit fee, and yeah. and 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 I think businesses are getting more attuned to the customer because you know. Even a few years ago, that would have been no tough. That's it. Take it or leave yeah. it. You know, that, that, that's, that's, that's the way we are. But I think businesses are, you know, we're all human at the end of the day. And I think these businesses have given their team members the autonomy to make those decisions. Um, you're probably far too young to remember something called Little Britain. I, I know of it. I can't say ever actively. No, no. It, but... no. So, so basically there was one character in the show and she used to tap on the computer and you'd hit, if I could turn my computer, if I can turn my keyboard off. Yeah. She'd tap on the keyboard. Like that. No. <laughs> the no. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and people would hide behind that, you know? Yeah. And um, I think today that doesn't happen anymore or, or yeah. the experience that I've had, it doesn't happen anymore. It's the same as there's, there's, I think there's a couple of things that we see pretty commonly in this space, right? One is tying people into to contracts that they don't really want to be in. And that's something we don't do. It's like, if you want to cancel, let us know. You cancel, you're not tied in for any fixed period because we want our customers to use us because they see the value and they love what we do, not because yeah. 
they have to pay us right so there's there's that element and the other thing is discounts right it's every day it's like you sign up now get 50 percent off sign up now and get 60 percent off and it's like okay is that the problem though i think that's the thing that people jump to automatically is well we'll just discount it it's like okay well is price the problem here or is it that they don't see the value or they don't understand where this is going to fit or that the product isn't the right fit and i think people jump to well we'll just discount it and nine times out of ten price wasn't the issue here right and i think that again is really important it's something i talk about quite a lot naturally you get to the end of these conversations people go can we get a discount and my answer is no you can't because this is is what it costs and this is what it's worth and i say what we need to do here is work out whether you're going to get the benefit of it so how long is this taking you what do you charge that time at and does it make sense for you to do it yes okay great well then we don't need to have a conversation about a discount no okay well maybe this isn't the product for you and we need to look at something else yeah but uh, when you tell that story about that 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 lady that was you know putting all the stuff back into a spreadsheet and then take it to the boss whatever whatever that it costs is going to be cheaper than paying her salary surely that's ridiculous yeah, exactly exactly so um there's something happening in may i see quite a few posts on linkedin about it now the 10th and 11th of may oh, oh nice. it's your birthday <laughs> My birthday is the 15th of May. <laughs> All right, okay. I haven't seen any posts about that, but I have seen a few about this thing called Accountex. Um, yes. I guess I guess you guys will be there? We will be, yes. We did our first in-person event last year at Accountex in Manchester, um, which is, we've been going six years, but it was our first event at, at a show, which was exciting. Wow. Um, yes, we are doing Accountex London. So we'll have whole stand, goodies, the, the usual bits and bobs. And then I am also speaking at Accountex, which will be exciting. Oh, get you speaking. Yeah. So, so, look, so <clears throat> there's two people on this show today that are speaking at Accountex. So that's cool. What stand, what stand number are you on? So we can oh, come and God. find you. Oh, no, our head of marketing is going to kill me because I should definitely know that. But I don't. So I'll put it in the comments afterwards. <laughs> yeah, please, please do. So um, I shouldn't I shouldn't have, I should have asked if you knew it. So um, and, but this is the thing, right? This is why I'm, I'm working with a, with a with a guy who's having a stand um, and I've got a stand with payroll sorted. Nice. And um, so we are stand 430. Dead easy number to remember because it's half past four. Nice. Um, so, 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 yeah, so we're, we're stand 430. And I said to this other guy I'm, that I'm working with, I said, you need to know that number and quote it wherever you go. Put it on your yes. um, email footer so that everyone knows that they can come and find you and stuff yeah. like that. So uh, we'll find you. We'll find you doing anything big. You got anything exciting? You're allowed to tell us what you're doing or is it still a secret? Um... I mean, I think it's always come to the stand and find out, right? Come to the stand and find out. But yes, hopefully we will have a pretty exciting announcement um, product-wise. So definitely come along and, and see what we're up to. Oh, there's a tease. There we go. There's, there's <laughs> a tease. There's a tease. Right, I've got a question for you, right? Yeah, um, sure. So I'm, I'm going to take my book um, to, to, so that people can buy it at, at the context. How many copies do you reckon I should order? Because there's going to be I... 10,000 10, accountants there. That's yeah, crazy, I mean, 10% might be punchy, more so if you have to carry a thousand books, that could be, that could be oh, that, that's, that's, yeah. all the way from Devon. Yeah, that's, that's the other that thing. That could be intense. Uh, maybe, maybe a couple of hundred. That's exactly what I ordered this morning. I ordered 200 nice, books this morning. So I, I don't know what, a wait list. Yeah, I don't know what 200 books looks like um but uh Definitely. yeah so, so yeah absolutely so i have to work out how i do that but uh, yeah there we go with that um and didn't i see um a nomination come through for someone in this show today um 
maybe, possibly, potentially. <laughs> yes. Well done. Yes. Well done, you. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was a, a very nice surprise actually to see in the inbox. Yeah, this is. Um, I'm trying to remember which software company are promoting it. It's, it is Ignition. I wasn't sure whether it was that one or the other one. Um, but, but yeah, and I keep seeing them popping up. And it's great to actually um, give, a, give a round of applause to um, all the women in accounting. Because what you're, what you're doing, Kelly, and you probably don't even realise what you're doing, is you're shining a light for other women to think, right, I can do that role. I can do that role. We're, we're, you know, we're in an industry that was predominantly um, male, you know, the, 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 the fintech and all of that sort yeah. of malarkey was predominantly male. I'm going back to when we first did our first account techs. We were, uh, there was only one or two women on the team. And, and, and yeah. this is when I was working for Thomson Reuters, I believe it's about 50-50 now. And, and so, so what you're doing in your role is you're showing that, you know, women can get these great roles within these fintech companies. And this is this is what my time talking about and what I'm passionate about. Right? This is if if you want to come and see me talk about this, I'll be at Countech speaking. But talking. What time? What day? Ten thirty, day two. There we go. I knew that one. That's good. That's good. When they when they finish talking to you, they can come round and watch me because I'm I'm not until I'm not until midday. I'd hate to think I had a competition with you. No, but exactly that, right? And that's what I'll be talking about, Accountex, is how do you attract, onboard, and retain that diverse talent, right? Be that women, be that uh, diversity of race, diversity of thought, those that are neurodiverse, et cetera, right? And it's it's all about that because I think the more that we can shine a light on those people, what we're doing to support, how you can get them involved, like you say, it just creates those pathways, right? And and says to people, hey, actually, these things are possible. This is what it looks like. This is how we support. This is how we get people involved. And I think that will always be uh, a, a top passion of mine, obviously, next to payments. But yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, we've we've gone over our fifteen minutes <laughs> by a long shot. By a long shot. One day I might just do fifteen minutes, but not today. Um, you've been absolutely delightful. Lovely to chat to you. Um, I've just got one more question, but before we do that, I'm just going to go to my guest for next week, no um, which is here. I've got the lovely Jenny. Come back, Jenny. All is forgiven. There she is. So Jenny Gillum is going to come in and have a chat with us. Now, I spoke to Jenny and her colleagues when they launched Fresh Pay. can't remember when that is, but uh, she asked me if she could come back. So I'm sure she's got some exciting things to say. So I can't wait to catch up with Jenny and find out how all that's going on. So back to you. Spotlight on you. Remember back to when you were at primary school, Kaylee. What did you want to do when you left school? I wanted to be a plastic surgeon. Um, wow. And I actually went... The plan was to go and do medicine at Cambridge, and that's the track I was on. Went to college, did chemistry, biology, maths, geography, and a Cambridge pre-university course in global perspectives, um, and then hated it, dropped out, and joined the bank. <laughs> no way. No go. way. That's amazing. So you didn't go to uni? Didn't, no. Did first year at college, didn't enjoy it at all, dropped out, and then did an apprenticeship with NatWest. Good for you. Good for you. And, and look at you now. Look at you now on top shows and speaking at Accountex. And that's the thing, right? You've got to do, you've got to do what your heart tells you to do, not what other people tell you to do. And, and um, I was chatting with somebody earlier um, on, on one of my posts where, where we, we did some work with, with school children. 
and you've got to try all these different things, haven't you? You've got to kiss a few frogs. You've got to just have a go. And so, yeah, and 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 find 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 what suits you. So, well done, well done you, well done you. I love that story. I've never never spoken to anybody that wanted to be a plastic surgeon. So that's really cool. <laughs> Thank you. Bailey, thank you so much for coming on my show. It's been lovely to have a chat with you. Can't wait to see you at Accountex. And don't forget to put the name of the of the of the stand in the in the chat. Yeah. So thanks ever so much indeed. Cheerio, Kelly. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Here we go. Another podcast in the bag. I've been Ashley Leeds. You've been wonderful. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more, then please subscribe and I will see you again another day. You can find me on LinkedIn if you want to catch up. If you fancy being a guest on one of my shows, I do live shows on LinkedIn twice a week, but I also plan to do some real podcasts uh, where we just do audio and probably record it to go on the YouTube channel. And we can talk about absolutely anything in those. So whatever you want to do, get in touch. And thank you for listening.